This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Amir, do you want to start this episode? Start it? No, I've never started an episode. You're the yeah, host. Just switching you it up because you can look at it two ways. You can look at it as this is inconsistent with how the show normally goes. You already look angry. You already look yes. so upset. What else is there other than this is inconsistent with how this the show usually goes? What's the other? The other way you can it? look at it is we're fucking twelve weeks deep, Mike. So people are you got to hit them with uh, hit them with your best shot, and then basically. Uh, Hit them where it hurts, and then like they, um, they're not expecting it. It's unexpected, and we're all starting the show with the energy of we don't know what's going to happen next. Ferris, I agree. <laughs> really, I, I, I would agree with that. I don't know what's going to happen right now. Thank you. No one's that ever actually, said that on this show. <laughs> that's really good. Shit. Usually, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. He, he's coasted this far on no confidence. With us as never before is Mike Comate. That's not true. Really? I know you've been That's on once, but I thought that you'd never been in the final cut. I, I mean... <laughs> he was in an episode. You hosted a full hour-long episode with Mike. Mike? Yeah. I stayed till the end of your entire rant. Like, you, you just did. talked no, about you did. your and life. And I did appreciate that. Yeah. I did appreciate that, but I just don't know How could people... you forget something like that? No one ever stays with you. Uh, no, and that's true. I held true. your hand to your last word. That's true. That's true, but not till the very last word, because you did end up leaving at the end of the diatribe, and then I had an outro. No one stays till the very end where I stop recording. Ferris. Is that whiskey? Yeah, I figured I should just get started. <laughs> Headgum podcast. So you this know. show drives you to drink. Uh, yeah, yeah. Usually I save this. Um, I was showing Amir and Mike this earlier. It's uh, oh, it's Lagavulin. and sixteen. I usually reserve it for uh, special occasions. He ID'd that whiskey bottle the same way I ID'd the microphone when we jumped on the call. <laughs> we should say that we have both of Headgum's uh, main audio engineers in Mike Comate, Ferris Monshi on the pod. Um, so with that in mind, bear bearing or otherwise. It's an audio-based <laughs> podcast paste in a way, but there's also a lot of pre-writing that I did that has to do with audio engineering. And that good, wasn't good. a long walk. That was the shortcut. What if I left right now? Four minutes in, <laughs> gone. 46 minutes, 98% of the episode without me. <laughs> I was record, this close maybe. to pulling the trigger. This is the most nervous I've been for an episode, and I don't know what... I think it's the absence of Marika. Right. Your right. rock, your constant. My conscience. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, you have a sure SM7B. That's correct. The Rolex of podcasting not, equipment. Not the Rolex not at the all. Not the Rolex at all. No, the Patek Philippe. Right? Even better than Rolex. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ferris, what do you have? It's a blue? G-shock. This is a snowflake? What is it called? No, no, no. Don't, don't lump <laughs> me into that, okay? This is a sure... <laughs> I assure you, it's a sure PG-42. Nice. You're rubbing off on Manchi, and I yeah. don't like it. 
we right. have to quarantine Jeff for 10 days after <laughs> his puns reached you. I'm viral. I can't help it, man. I edit this show every week. I, it just, it's seeping in. It's just seeping in. Uh, what's the difference between your sure and Mike's sure? I'm sorry. Oh, Are you talking uh, about well, Mike's Mike sure or Mike sure, the Charlotte Mike Harper Park? sure. <laughs> Of the office yeah, fame? Yeah, this is a condenser microphone. Okay. Um, which is different than Mike Sure the person. Um, easy to easy to kind of uh, not see that. Thank you. But uh, I, the main difference is that this is a condenser microphone, which has a specific type of pickup pattern. It's good for um, vocal performances, uh, singing, recording instruments. Um, as opposed to Mike Shure, who creates uh, television sitcoms. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, it is okay. Sorry, can Don't you think about it? Like you said down? something I'm interesting. I'm trying to like because it's a lot of like tech e- mumbo jumbo. It's an obvious. Not really. One's a microphone and one's a person. That he said, talk to he said condenser, and then he said that the audio mapping, and I didn't understand the last. I kind of zoned out after that. What about the difference between Mike Shure and Mike Shure? Then it's like, we're getting really in the weeds here. So Mike is a SM7B, right? Yeah, same as you. Same as me. And then uh, Mike Shore, again, is just a comedy writer. So Can you not do him the disservice of saying he's just a comedy writer? Because he's also an Emmy winner. All right, he's popular with the... Winner or nominated? Or both? Nominated. He is Emmy nominated. He was Emmy winning, I think. Uh, There's no way he got out of the office without an Emmy or five. Uh, Mike, Mm -hmm. you're... You and I talked about microphones the other day. I have an Audio-Technica ATX 2021 or something. What watch is that? What's that? What's the... (laughs) (laughs) What's the one that you find in the box of Lucky Charms? Yeah, what's the watch, the equivalent? It's a fucking Casio calculator watch that's This isn't even a watch, it's a locket. Right? So some people have pocket watches, which are basically lockets with watches in them. This is just a shell of a mic. Mike, it's you're not USB a fan mic. of this. Yeah, you're not a fan of this mic. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's just, it's You think the it's overrated? No, I think it's the implementation of it. I think it gets used in a lot of situations that aren't ideal. It's like the Blue Yeti. You know, I, I hate that mic, but it's just like a... It's a very popular mic that gets used in a lot of less than ideal situations, and because of that, people's audio suffer for it. The same goes for you. You're a very popular mic who sometimes gets misused in certain situations that makes people's audios bad. So if I send you kind of a, a file that's just absolutely peaking from this, honestly, shell of a mic, as I said, this piece of shit, there's nothing you can do with that. There's some things I can do with that. Okay. They won't sound good, but... Right. <laughs> Um, Wait, Billy you, last week. If you, sorry, I have a question. I had a question. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> if this isn't the greatest mic to podcast with, then what is? I'd like to hear from the audio engineers. And at this point, Jeff, you don't have to ask any follow-ups. I know they'll be stupid. They'll be weird. They'll like, yes, exactly. Zip your mouth. Just <laughs> a simple answer or two from Ferris and Mike. I'm curious is all. So let's hear what they have to say. What do you guys think is, if I'm at home just like this, in my house, specifically this empty-ish room, what's the best microphone I can use? I, w- I would say, I'd like honestly, it is less about the mic. I mean, yes, the mic is important, but your room can make or break everything, honestly. So with that Shure SM7B, you can get very far, just like we did in the, the HeadGum Studios, um, with a well-treated room, you can go 
real far with just a standard workhorse mic like that. Um, I don't know if you really want to go for like pristine vocal quality and Mike, I want to hear what you think about this, but I've, I've enjoyed the Neumann TLM 103, um, really good for voiceover. Um, your listeners are definitely dropping off by the way, like as we're having this discussion, <laughs> uh, just, this out. yeah, Ferris, <laughs> please, I, I'm going to, I'm going to cut this out, but <laughs> Wow, this is yeah. a, this is a seventy one thousand dollar microphone. Interesting. Okay, so are you, you serious? You highly recommend this one on, uh, on Sweetwater. You can get it for like sixty nine thousand. Yeah, <laughs> that's not much less. Free shipping though. Um, Better. Yeah, be. no, it's a it's a great. You, you know what the thing is though? What you guys are using the Shure SM seven B. It's a dynamic mic, and so what that it's better at capturing more of what's super close to it and less of like the room that you're in. For example, what I'm using is capturing as a condenser mic, it captures much more of the room. So you really need like, you really need a well-treated room for it. So all that's to say dynamic will get most people extremely far in an even okay treated room because um, your room is less of the equation. And that's, I think yeah. what Mike, your issue was with this mic was that it's a condenser and uh, Riley and I do review review on this thing. And we're honestly not careful in ways. You know, I just started, I started doing the closet thing maybe two or three weeks ago because before that I was doing it in my bedroom and echoey bouncing off wood. It was absolute carnage on the edit. I was like having to cut good jokes out because there was, I mean, what's the opposite? I wanted to hear what Mike had to say. (laughs) (laughs) So let's, uh. We haven't even heard from Kamate yet, and you're sort of talking about how to describe <laughs> the audio bouncing off the walls. Figure the out your fucking report. metaphors on report. your own time. Yep, got it. Let's hear what Mike, Mike you thinks have the is floor. the best microphone. The acoustics report, yeah. Mike, you have the floor. <laughs> Ferris, leave that in, I guess. Yeah, okay. The best, the best mic is the mic that you have. Whatever mic you have, you know? <laughs> That's beautiful. God, I can't believe Ferris said a, a Neumann T. Like, what was that? A TLM one hundred and three. That's that means nothing. The best mic is the one that you have. That's perfect. So, Jeff, let's see your shitty ass microphone again. I guess that's the best mic. It's the audio technica. That's the one that you. Have. <laughs> oh yeah. ATB twenty twenty uh, condenser. Right. Is there so. a light inside of that microphone? There is a light. That- <laughs> there is a light inside of it, just for like. Oh. It's for show. And it does hum. In case you're recording buzz. in the dark, so you can just know where the mic is, because everybody so bit, records in a dark see that? room. I see the computer screen glowing on your face. <laughs> you know what? Ferris, take it away. Take it away. With what? What, uh, what, would, what would Ferris like? do round two? Absolutely what would Ferris do? This, like these are only for Ferris, but Mike and Amir, chime in. That'll be chime. Number one, every time you wash your jock straps, they seem to get bigger. It has to be. What would Ferris do? It has to be what? It had to be big. <laughs> than last time. What am I what am I using the jock straps for? Like what am I playing? Everyday use. So basically you're going to and from the office. This doesn't ha- this is COVID. All these questions are COVID aside. So don't think about how COVID would affect your everyday jock straps. But um, 
I won't. You're, so you wash them, and every time you kind of put them on, it's like, why is there a little extra room in front? It has to be that the yeah. strap is getting bigger. You know what I mean? Not like me getting smaller. That that would be like an initial concern. There, that can't be I it, because if that's it, then I have to like, I have to go see a, a urologist probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, if I, if, I, if I just wear it daily, like go into Headgum Studios wearing the jock strap all the time, um, and I'm conflating a jock strap with a cup. Maybe I don't know the difference, but the cup goes I imagine in the myself. Jock strap. Huh? Okay, yeah. I would probably pair it with a cup, and I'm imagining myself just being like just a really frustrating engineer to deal with at headgum. <laughs> and so I, I just walk in with a cup prepared for just you know in case I <laughs> I tick anyone off, they can just. Or in fact, you know, some hosts need to like let out some steam. So sure. I'm like, I, I got you, dude. Listen. <laughs> You can kick me as hard as you want in my dick and balls, and that'll be fine. Wow. Wow. That's, That's awesome. actually really Let's good. Let's see Earwolf match that, right? But <laughs> Impossible. They might not want to. It's not a matter of well, if they could or still. not. Yeah. To answer the question, though, um, penile enhancement. For sure. Just For sure. Like, just, just keep catching up. Yeah, just so that you don't Opa, have to buy new yeah. trucks. Opa Manchi style more than anything. Okra Manchi like style. Okra How do you Manchi prepare your style. okra? What would hurt? Actually, <laughs> I'm not sure. Do we, are we, do we have to do anything here? Or are you just interviewing I said Ferris chime in if you prepares? want. Do you guys want to yeah. tell yeah, your side of it? The game is called What Would Ferris Do? But anybody can answer. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need some help. I'm going to tag you guys in. As I've actually, Ferris? We're no. answering. <laughs> no. Don't answer as me because only my mother has cooked okra for me. I've never actually worked with it myself. So answer as you guys. What Someone would you do? Someone you barely know gives you an, a very expensive gift. What would Ferris do slash what would everybody do? Let's pull the room in a way. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I have some thoughts, but someone else jumped I, in. I guess I would keep the gift. I don't know. What are you asking? Like if somebody gave me like a car or something? Yeah, a car, uh, a necklace, like a, like a really rare like amulet, <laughs> like some kind of like thing that was clearly excavated from an ancient Egyptian cave, like an Indiana Jones type scavenge hunt uh, in a way. So someone just kind of runs up to you on the street and they said, take good care of this. And they give it to you and they like put it in your hand, your palm, and then close your palm over the amulet. Right. Keep or, it. Or a car. Yeah. Keep it. I would probably keep it until something went wrong in my life and then blame the amulet and th- just try to get rid of it, burn it in a fire or something like that. Ferris? Oh, me, I would just feel obligated to buy them something back, and that would be very frustrating. I mean, a little different, but I just yeah. held on to my answer from like two minutes ago. <laughs> I should have probably piggybacked, but. That's. Mike, I agree with you. I would. Definitely the amulet is cursed. But this is only one scenario. Like the car could be cursed too, or also just like drive really smooth. All wheel drive? I'd blame the car. If All I got into drive? an accident, I would say I would blame the person who gave it to me. <laughs> I'd say this never would have happened if they hadn't given me this goddamn beautiful car. Somehow the other guy who's in the accident also blames the yeah, guy who gave you a gift. He would say I would you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that person. And so basically any gift I get, I wait for it to go wrong. And then I and then I'm upset whoever gave it to me. Damn, that's, that's kind such of a bad mantra yeah. to have. But what about this? Ferris mantra. So it's you and you're kind of like <laughs> repeating something during a silent meditation. Yeah, what about that? What about that? That's your question. What about this? I'm just saying, what Ferris about mantra. it? I just, I don't know what it could be. It could be something or not. Like we're spitballing. It's, it's like a writer's room. It's Mike Schur style. It, it's not something. It's not, <laughs> not something. Yet. I'll answer it. Yeah. 
us. <laughs> Not ever. Next question. When I was growing How up, Ferris prepares fucking okra. Did we ever <laughs> no, we get back to that? By the way, that. he said that no, her, his no. mother's the only one who's made him okra. And then he asked your guys' opinion. You, deafening silence from Mike. Sure, SM7B. All right. You get offered two hundred thousand dollars a year, salaried, but it's a very boring job. It's somewhere shitty. What would Ferris do? Slash everybody. Mm. Ferris would suck it up for a year or two, and no, then no, take no, like no. a really epic ten-year contract. That way. Oh God! It. A ten-year contract. I was gonna go with what Amir was saying. Stick it out for a year or two. Just uh, get into real estate after that. Like, quit the job and just use that money. Just be kind of yeah. just set, set answer, myself actually. up. A ten-year contract. You're talking about house hacking. You're talking about getting like a, a duplex or triplex, living in one of the units, and then the other units kind of pay for your living expenses. You know what's up, Jeff? I like this. We should we should talk about this sometime. <laughs> I want. We should do get that. into it now. Yeah, we can talk about house hacking. I had like nine other what would Ferris's do, but I my goal in life is on my thirtieth birthday to put a down payment down on a multifamily property in L.A. or mm-hmm. could it be like in mm-hmm. like Arlington, Smart. Texas, where it's like seventy one thousand dollars for that? Well, I could probably do that sooner than right. that. So you're talking about doing it like in a city you'd want to live in? Yeah, where I would live in one of the units. And you call that house hacking? It sounds like it's just uh, being a landlord. It's like one of the most <laughs> basic things Archaic. in real estate. You're talking about hacking. It's like I'm not hacking the Nintendo by playing it. You're just owning property and renting it out. That actually reminds me. What no about clo- have you guys ever clothes hacked? So basically getting like a piece that you might have for a while. Yeah, so buying a sweater. I have a blue yeah, that's not here. hacking. Kind of yeah, do you mean just like a long term? You're just buying a shirt like a- or a jacket. Like a high quality shirt that'll last several years. Is <laughs> yeah, that, like something where like have once I ever you finally that? kind of grow out to the size you think you might be. Like you're not getting taller. Like you're working out, so you're not gonna get bigger or smaller. You're not losing weight. You're not gaining weight. That's when you get the good jacket. That's when you go in for a a Hugo, a Zenia, um, Mike. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. You just moved. Tell us about your house hacking experience. It was uh bad. Um I got movers for the first time ever. I've never I never hired movers to move. I've always just had friends come and help me or rented a truck myself and driven it That's over. a big step. That's a big step towards um, being an adult is the hiring of movers versus That's exactly just- what the mover said to me cuz I was standing yeah. outside the truck kind of just sitting there with my like kind of pacing back and forth, watching them lift heavy boxes and furniture. And I was like, is there anything I can do right now to make this easier? Like I got them water and everything like that. And I just, the guy goes, nah, man, you're good. And I go, sorry, this is my first time hiring movers. and I just don't know what to do with myself right now. And he goes, he looked at me and he goes, you're an adult now. And just went back and got the next box. Are you still in Brooklyn Heights? No, I'm not. Go on us. Let's do a thing where you try and name the celebrity who lives nearest to me right now. I'm in Boring Park Hill. Slope now. Oh, you're in Park Slope. Yeah, North Slope. Mark Ruffalo. Blake, Blake Lively has a spot over there, right? Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds? I'm, I'm actually, I, I don't know the answer. I'm asking you because you did I, this No, before. I don't know. I know Buscemi lives near me. Bush- oh, yeah, then Buscemi. Obviously Buscemi. Steve? Or... I, I've seen him uh, on 7th Street before. Or 7th, yeah, 7th Street. Jeff actually does a really good Buscemi. Do the thing where it's Buscemi trying to order pizza, but it's just a salad place. That's where <laughs> I saw Buscemi. Yeah, do, do Buscemi at Just Salad, and okay. he's trying to order a pizza, a full pizza pie. Hey, guys. Uh, can I get a pizza? 
What do you mean, shut the fuck up, Donnie? That was a, f- a movie I did. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of somebody else. Okay. Yeah, I have another buddy that does the impression. Sorry about that. I don't know why I put you on the spot. No, I did it pretty well, though. So it's like now you have two buddies who can do it. Yeah. <laughs> that was awful. I forgot that uh, <laughs> my other my other buddy could do the impression. That was one of the worst things I've ever heard. <laughs> Your grandfather says something bigoted at Thanksgiving dinner, but he's sort of on his last legs. So what would Ferris do? Do you let him have it or do you let him have it? <laughs> you let him have it. Yeah. Which one? Yeah, you yeah, you let it slide. Yeah. He's you're not gonna change his mind. Yeah, exactly. That's that's part of it. And you gotta he's think set about in his ways. Yeah, set in his ways. You gotta wonder a little bit how weird we're going to be to a couple generations out from now. Mm. You know, what, what What are some weird things that might stick with us that make a lot of sense right now? I wonder, you know, so that would suck to just to just have my grandson dig into me every every holiday season. I would fucking rail into him. Racism has no part at my family dinner. I don't care if you're 98. I'm going to let you have it. I'm going to I'm going to pull up a PowerPoint and just show him exactly explicitly, though his days on this earth are numbered. It would feel so be, good. He has to be vehemently anti-racist now more than ever. And I'm going to make him, I will teach an old dog new tricks. And I will berate <laughs> that old bastard in front of right. his entire fucking family if that's what it takes. He has heart I will problems. Shove him. He has heart problems. I will, sh- I will shove him out of the oh, living room onto God. the ground. Yeah. Because I have zero tolerance towards hate speech. Shoving him is is risky though because he has like bone density issues because he doesn't get enough zinc because he stopped eating meat because of his cholesterol. So it's kind of like a catch-22. If he eats the meat, zinc goes away. Strong bones. If he doesn't eat the meat, can't really digest it. Cholesterol goes up, dies from the heart <laughs> disease. And you shove him? Because gonna... you could just educate him calmly about anti-racism. <laughs> you don't have to push him out of the room into a different room. Basically starting a <laughs> WWF style brawl. Using the couches as like the ring. Right. right. It's just that last Thanksgiving, he kind of beat the shit out of me. So I really feel like now I have carte blanche access to hit the old man with a chair when he's not looking. <laughs> what did you say that made him beat the shit out of you? I accidentally used an antiquated term and he was kind of offended by that. And yeah, uh, so you're the yeah, bigot. He sort of bossed me around. Yeah, and then bossed he, you around. he, be, he almost down. killed you. What do you mean, bossed you around? Well, he shoved me. He sh- he pushed me out of the living room. And you know, I have that bone density thing, so I fell down and kind of like <laughs> I cracked my. So when you texted me, blade? trying to get Scapula. sympathy, you were trying to elicit sympathy. You said, mm. "Hey, my grandfather's really going through the ringer right now." And you texted me all that shit about yeah. the bone density thing, the cholesterol. That was all you. <laughs> yes, the cholesterol and the bone density were me. The grandfather Those are the only beating two the shit out of me. That was him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry to hear it. Thank you. Yeah, you use euphemisms to kind of save yourself from embarrassment. You told me that you moved willingly, but I, I saw the eviction notice on your desk. Yeah. I said I had, I moved willy nilly. <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't pay my mortgage that month you, or the what? month before that. Property taxes either. I right. guess, I guess I'm, I've been house hacked out of my current property, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's the sax point. De- debtor's prison. Debtor's prison, debt or alive. Because if I have the too much debt, I'm going to be dead. (laughs) Nice. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Guys, if you had an extra hour in your day, how would you spend it? Because I would absolutely 
fix all of my problems with the extra hour. That's the issue is that there aren't 25 hours in the day. So I can't become a better version of me. Does that make sense? But maybe you would want to go for a run or go for a nap or go for reading a book because a lot of us spend our times wishing that we had more time in our day. And the question is time for what? Because if time was unlimited, how you would use it would infer your mental health and your happiness and your joy. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I'm in therapy every week. Uh, I've definitely benefited from it and uh, I would highly recommend it to anybody who has access to it and BetterHelp makes it easier. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy for what makes you get joy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash what's that today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash what's that. Thanks, BetterHelp. Guys, taking care of your health isn't always easy, right? But it should be simple. That's why for the last three years I've been taking AG1, just one scoop and a cup of water mixed around every day, no exceptions. And it helps me feel, you know, energized, focused, ready to take on the day like I'm doing one powerfully healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. I know that AG1 gives my body high-quality nutrition because every batch goes through a rigorous testing process so that you know it's safe. And their ingredients are sourced for potency, absorption, and nutrient density, all of which is very important and you don't always get with other leading nutrition brands. I like to drink it first thing in the morning. I'll have a a glass of water, I'll have my AG1, and then I'll have my coffee. And it gets me set off to take on the day uh, and to be centered and to feel like I did at least one good thing for my health. And if you do that every day, it has compounding effects. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. That's why we partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash what's that? Again, that's drinkag1.com slash what's that? Check it out. Last one, Ferris. We know that you're a musician, so here it is. You can be the best musician on the planet compared to Lennon, McCartney, Dylan, whoever you want, whoever your idols are, people think you are the new version of. But you have to make an insanely public speech against veterans, basically (laughs) campaigning for them not to have medical benefits. What would Ferris do? And you can't, no public apologies, no PR team, nobody's helping you. Yeah, that's just like, I need to take on that persona. Like that is who I am. I'm very anti-veteran for the rest of my musical career. <laughs> Correct. Oh my God. It's yeah. And it's, it's like not, that. it's not a stance like, Oh, you're anti-war. You're pro-war, but anti-veteran. You think they Al- just shouldn't also come pro-war. back. war. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like a kamikaze situation. It's like anyone it's a who goes out situation. That's how public it is. You're at San Diego Comic Con. Okay. The press coverage is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just flipping me off for this prompt. 
doesn't seem fair. Sorry, I can't. I, I feel bad saying it. So from now on, whenever I'm mad at you, I'll just give you the bird. That way it's like you you feel my anger, but I'm not right. derailing the episode. Yeah. Should right. I have held back on saying dick and balls earlier? I'm like, no, that's not great. sure, but okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. God, it's like be terrible and be Tom York or just keep being exactly who I am. Um, I'd go for it. I don't have like too many horses in the game. I'd, I would just go for it. I would just shit all over veterans and become Tom York of Radiohead. We have two of HeadGum's main audio engineers on the call and Amir. And Amir, you have ears. The game is called Name That Sound. Your guys' whole job revolves around your ears. So I'm going to play various sounds and the first person to get the sound right. Now, granted, it might not be exactly what you expect. Um, wins. Let's do it. Feel free to chime in at any point. Whenever you have it. The static is throwing me off at first. I want to say I don't know if that's intended. I think that's just Jeffrey didn't know how to play it so that we oh. could hear it clearly. So the static oh. was just a byproduct of what his recording capacity was or something. Are then you a playing vacuum cleaner. Sound into the microphone? It sounds so faint. It sounds like an ambulance in a distance driving through a crowd or something. Incorrect. It's a diesel air conditioning unit. Mm. So so was that stop and start part of it, or was that just Can you hear audio? this? Can you hear this? Dog drinking water. That's true! All right, here we go. Seinfeld. Frasier. Mork and Mindy. Laughter in a Robin Williams way. Amir, final answer? It sounded like you fell down or farted in public and people were laughing at you. Did you fall down at a restaurant and that's like everybody laughing at you or something? You know how fucking humiliating it is to go to your favorite restaurant during a global pandemic, no mask, indoors, and then the reason why people ridicule you is not because you're not wearing a mask, it's because you farted yourself awake after falling asleep in a bowl of penne. You, okay. Is that what the audio is? Or no, you the audio was just... a laugh track for <laughs> okay. Mork and Mindy. I humiliated myself at M Italian in Chagrin Falls, Ohio. Got it. You farted yourself awake and everyone laughed. In a bowl of fucking you... spaghetti, man. It was like, it was spicy fusilli on the table, for the table, for the road. I got it to go. You said, I you said it was penne. My... Then you said it was spaghetti, and now you're saying it's fusilli. What shape was it? It was ravioli, but I, in, in some weird way, it ended up being noodles. I yeah. took it to go, so I wasn't indoors. I'm, that was a joke. <laughs> I, that would be irresponsible of me to make a joke out of this COVID situation. But I did yeah. take it in the car... And started eating it, fell asleep at the wheel in the pasta dish, farted myself awake in front of a lot of people. How? You were in the car driving food. How did you wake yourself up in front of a lot of people? I was at a light. How? I was at a stoplight in a major intersection. Windows down, mask on, <laughs> fucking mask on. <laughs> we're like 
14 children on the side of the road laughing at me, pointing, laughing. My crush was across the street. Got it. <laughs> Fucking move on. What do you want from me? We right, understand. Last sound. Last sound. Last sound. <laughs> Mario Kart. The countdown. Mike? Sounded like a, a, a D. That was a D on a piano. Do you have perfect pitch, Mike? Uh, relative. But nice. yeah. All right, let's hear a G. That. Let's hear a G. A G? Yeah. Does that mean you can just recognize it? Or you can actually, you can produce that note? I can produce it. Whoa. Relative is like, I don't know. You can hear a pitch and pretty much guess what it is. But I can, I, I, I can, if you give me a note, I can probably. Ha. Well, no, that's, that's, that would be perfect pitch if I could just hear that. But I. Oh, you can. I don't know. Okay. Forget it. Forget it. Name this, name that sounded not go as according to Flan. I thought you guys would be able to do basically perfect pitch, but for sound effects. And for that, honestly, this is the first and only time I'll concede that segment was not up to par slash my standards. And I apologize to all that of was, you. <laughs> that was one of the best ones we've had. It was a clear game that we all partook in. Yeah, was every like one of your other segment. ideas has been awful. That one was fine. All right. What? Yeah, what, what, let's hear that last one again, because Ferris guessed Mario Kart, and nobody else got to guess. I can't hear these, by the way. I don't know why, but somehow through loopback, I can't hear any of these. You have it unchecked, and you have it checked as muted and under the drop-down and loopback. Really? Oh, you mean mute when capturing? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. Uncheck that. You don't? Oh, wait, maybe I do. <laughs> yep, that was it. That was it. Okay, here we go. New final one. New final one. Okay, here we go. Ferris, this one's a gimme for you. Seems too simple, right? Seems too obvious. Is it a chickadee? Close. It's a bluebird in a beard bath. Very close. Very scalding hot. Here we go. I'll give the oh, this is the, this is a hint. Blackbirds blogging about the alt right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what? It's a fucking a racist blackbird. Who writes for Breitbart Freelance or something? Correct. Absolutely right, Amir. Nice. You fucking nice nailed it on the head. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a MAGA crow in a way. All right, here's some real conversation starters. If you could only wear one outfit for the rest of your life, what would it be? T-shirt and sweats. Assuming the temperature would be comfortable wearing it at all times? Yeah, like the temp- temperature aside, but just keep in mind that this is what you have to wear to like lounge around in. And what you'd have to wear to, like, your wedding. Yeah, really got to strike a balance, right? <laughs> right. So Amir's answer was mm. poor at best. I would <laughs> the word I want to use, I don't think I should. Go for it. I would do a, a nice soft crew neck sweatshirt. On bottom would be the best fitting denim you've ever seen, cuffed above or at the ankle. <laughs> And then wearing a beat up old pair of white shoes and or boots. The jury's still out on that one. A watch to you boot. Wear boots for the rest of your life. <laughs> you, you don't sleep boots. in them. You can sleep in whatever, naked or in the clothes. So I could wear the sweatshirt to lounge. Jock strap on the bottom, obviously. The ever expanding kind, yeah. <laughs> the ever expanding kind. Um, and that's it. Jeff, so. you got to watch out for. I mean, that look is awesome right mm. now like the uh, the rolled up denim jeans but you gotta wonder when that's gonna be so not it right have you thought about that would you just roll them down uh do you want to preemptively get into bell bottoms like do you want to change your answer and 
No, kind that's of, a good question because that's I feel like, like 20, denim... 2030 bell yeah. bottoms. You you never know. You think tw- you think bell bottoms in 2030? 2032. You might be maximum. right. I I yeah. mean denim has changed so much. It's obviously started as workwear in the early 20th century. A lot of mm-hmm. rail workers, while everyone else in the cities were wearing tweed. Obviously, um, 60s was when the bell bottoms and kind of straight cut was the best. Obviously, and then 80s was that regular fit, that high waisted, thick ass Bruce Springsteen <laughs> style ish. What 90s are you doing was right Jinkos. now? Just taking us through, yeah. <laughs> the history <laughs> of jeans. Anyone who grew up going to Catholic church will understand that little jingle uh and then in the thousands it was very thick right selvage in a way pretty wide bape a bathing ape style thick Mm. hard (laughs) and then you saw the shift kind of like towards the end of the aughts like yeah 2009-2010 kind of um first of all you had the financial crisis you did yeah (laughs) oh my god transitioned us into stripping things down (laughs) in a way like your finances a lot of people foreclosed skinny denim on the day. And now we're in mm. this kind of slim J. Crew 484 universe that we're living in. But I do think it's a return to the classics. And I think the Bruce Springs <laughs> and he left. <laughs> we were fucking left for that. Damn it. Uh, Bruce Springsteen style denim is what we're kind of seeing now, but low low rise. Um, low rise, yeah. Which for me works better on my thighs. So I think that I think it's nice. a safe bet. And I think that you can also style like there's no rule that's saying you can't roll anything up like or cuff up or down, so mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sticking with mm-hmm. my crew neck sweatshirt, jeans, Converse. I like it. I'm going to go with a casual three-piece suit because there's so many layers you can take off, right? You can strip it down to just the shirt. Um, I'm comfortable getting married in that. I'm comfortable. <laughs> I'm going to learn to be comfortable around the house. Uh, in a vest? In, in a vest, yeah, yeah. What if you want to go swimming? What that, what happens when you want to go swimming? Can you like strip down to your underwear in this situation? Yeah, so you'd have to okay. swim in underwear down to the jockstrap. That's I mean that's what bathing suits are. They're just underwear. I don't that's think fine. so. I mean they're pretty constructed. Like they don't when you get them wet they keep their shape. Versus if you're wearing boxer briefs and you get them wet they're gonna completely form to your rod. Yeah, they're pretty much like mesh panties. With shorts attached. Yeah, that's no? what I, cause that, I used to think. When you that, boil it down, think, oh, like why don't women just wear like their bras and panties when they go swimming? And it's mm. because mm. oftentimes they're thin, sheer, lace, whatever, I, whatever you call it, um, mm-hmm. versus their bathing suits, waterproof and thick. You know. What do you think, Mike? What are you rolling with for the rest of your life? Jeans and a button-down. Probably, that's that's it. You know. No shoes? No underwear, even. <laughs> nice. Shit. So you can't swim? No, I can swim. I'm just not going to swim in anything. <laughs> Largely illegal, but fair. Largely illegal, yeah. I I just saw a TikTok of, of, uh, with a woman who was wearing a bathing suit, but it was a thong bathing suit, and she got arrested for that because they were saying she was nude, and she was like, this is- Where? Ha- this was, I think, in like Palm Beach or something, or Myrtle Beach, one of those kind of southern beaches. Aww. Was she in like a convenience store or something like that? <laughs> no, she was on the beach. It was, it was pretty crazy. But I'm hoping that it gets toward to some people who like are for some for whatever reason against Black Lives Matter. 
but pro women's asses out in public. So then they'll like like a particular sect of douchebags who now will be in favor of defunding the police. <laughs> now they've gone too far in this guy's eyes. All right. We gotta wrap this up. I had another segment I'm gonna condense microphone it into Nice. The Audio Thunderdome. <laughs> so now that I've got just the audio engineers. What podcast of that you edit would you most like to guest on? Newcomers. They're watching Lord of the Rings right now. And uh, sort of as homework, I've had a good buddy of mine who's a total geek for that franchise sort of introduce me to it. And I love it, dude. Like, Really? Yeah. I'm brand new to both. Like, I'm, I've never been a Star Wars guy. They did Star Wars in season one. And... Star Wars never really got me, so I didn't think Lord of the Rings would. I don't know. I'm not good with, like, fantasy worlds. I'm more like things grounded in reality, I guess, which is weird to say because it's more like... Like, The Walking Dead is not grounded in reality, you know? <laughs> but it, but it's like but it's like a world that we kind of know, and then it's... It's, right. it's an amalgamation of it, you know? It's, it's cities um, that you know versus, like, yeah, Tatooine. The names really throw you off is what I was learning. But anyways, Lord of the Rings is awesome, so I would love to just catch up with them and, yeah, just, just talk Lord of the Rings. It's, it's a good time. Hell yeah. Uh, probably Dead Eyes, because I have a Tom Hanks story. Would you like to tell it here, or would you like to save it on the podcast? I'll tell it here, because I'm literally never going to be a guest yes. on, <laughs> on my own podcast. Yes, let's hear this. Um, so before uh, working at HeadGum full-time, I worked for a large electronics manufacturer, um, which will go unnamed, but they do have uh, dedicated stores where I was a, a customer service representative uh, in. You're in the Geek guessed. Squad. Sure, why not? So call it that, that one. It wasn't that, but we'll call it okay. that. Um, and so, uh, to, no matter what in retail, whether you're customer support or sales, you end up uh, becoming a salesperson first for training purposes, whether it's a month or something like that. And so, I was on the sales floor, just hanging out, you know, getting it was reverse shadowing, where the person just kind of makes sure, like they stand over your shoulder in plain clothes and watch you interact with the customer and see how you're doing, and then give you feedback afterwards. And I am, you know, sweating bullets for that reason that I'm being watched and it's my first interaction with a customer. And, you know, I'm just doing like helping them with the accessories or something on the wall. And I see the person who's shadowing me kind of like giving me like, like wide eyes, like I'm doing something wrong or like something's going on. And I'm just like really freaking out like internally and trying to finish the sale or whatever. The interaction finishes and the person who's shadowing me pulls me to the side and just says, so like, um, I want to let you know that was a great interaction. You know, you did a great job, everything like that. Um, I just want to tell you, I didn't want to freak you out during the experience, but right. You were, you were actually back to back with Tom Hanks for the entire time. And apparently he was just like in a trench coat right behind me, just at the accessories wall, just pulling <sighs> stuff off of it. And just Holy at, shit. Yeah. And I was at the time I had a friend, this is, this is probably seven years ago or something like that. So I had a friend who was super obsessed with Tom Hanks. And if I had known and turned around and just been face to face with him, I, I wouldn't have, I probably would have lost my job in that one moment during training. <laughs> but that's my, that's my one moment. Yeah. Amazing. That's a so pretty was, good Tom Hanks. It yeah. sounds like he was in full incognito now with the trench coat. I imagine there's like black. No top hat. He wasn't full him. bridge of uh, spies or whatever. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. He wasn't Damn. That. So he was reverse shadowing you as well. He was, yeah. He was actually the final verdict on whether I became a salesperson and I did not become a salesperson. <laughs> I would love if, if he ever does come on Dead Eyes and you 
are you do have a voice on the show for that episode and you tell him that story and he's like oh yeah you were that fucking horrible salesman at that best yeah, buy gosh. nine years ago you, god you I, just, I remembered specifically thinking this guy's gonna lose his job just flop sweating when trying to find the right size lightning cable on the wall how could you do that <laughs> probably spend most of his time just observing your eyes see if they're dead See mm. if you'll get the part or oh, not. That's good. He actually fired. He would have fired me and replaced me with somebody else. <laughs> Same style. Yeah. Well, guys, this this marks it. This is the the first episode of the Headgum Podcast where everybody stayed till the very end. And I want to that's reward you guys true for it. At all. There's no, somebody you, here that you left for the outro. You left for the outro. You left right after the diatribe. Left, didn't stay for the outro. I'd like well, you guys to A plug any do you have anything to plug? Yeah, I'll plug my my music, old best friend. And go listen to that on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever. Like rock and roll music. What type of what's a what's a comp just so people can like visual audio visualize? I it. get a lot of weaker thens comparisons. So like indie rock. Yeah, weaker thens, long winters, something like that. Dirty yeah. projectors. Mm, a little less of that. For sure. So not that at not all. That, projectors. No. What about MGMT? Less dancey. <laughs> I'm just going off of what b- band I think you are already in. Okay. <laughs> you got the you got the hair, right? For now, yeah. Like and the can don't attitude. I don't want the hair to be long. I want it to be cut. Oh, dude, you should you should do what I did. I <laughs> Holy a, shit! I, you got a I whiffle. Had, I had a full Britney moment. I thought you were gonna take your hat off and then just flowing Fabio locks. <laughs> no, no, no. The locks are what I lost. They were getting out of control, man. You're the lockless monster. Oh, <gasps> wait, like the that, lockless monchi. <laughs> All right, that's my new slack. <laughs> yes. My new slack name. <laughs> You got to send before and after photos and then change your name right after to the Lockless Monster. Yeah, I like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Ferris, would you like to plug anything? Yeah, on that note, uh, I also make music. It's just under my full name, Ferris Monchi. You can find me anywhere. Uh, if you want some comps, I'd say Radiohead, some Chet Faker. Um, I don't know, Arcade Fire maybe. You know, indie rock, a little bit of electronic. So like everything that. I said for Mike is more applicable to your music. Yeah, I, what you said for Mike is everything I aspire to be. Like, I want to be MGMT someday. Fuck. All right. Um, and then I, I guess I'll plug Review Review. Um, and uh, that about Why are you stressed about that? Why, no, why are you stressed about that? <laughs> I, I feel like this immense amount of pressure caving in. These walls have gotten kind of thinner and thinner. Uh, A New Hope style. And I need to get out of this because I'm so scared you guys are going to leave. You guys wrap yeah. the episode up. You guys wrap the episode up. I'm going to leave, and I want to see what you guys kind of do with it. Well, Mike, here we are. I don't know about you, but I was left on my own once, and that was not a good feeling. I was just talking about my wisdom teeth getting pulled. Have you ever done that? Gotten my wisdom teeth pulled or pulled somebody else's wisdom teeth? Um, let's start from the top. Like, have you had yours pulled? Yes. Have you pulled someone else's up? I can't answer that legally. Yeah, I'm like watching your eyes to see if you're going for the leave button on the Zoom. <laughs> this is almost like a standoff, if you will. Like no, we're gonna... not. We're not going to leave. We're not going to do what they did. We're gonna. We're gonna finish this together. We're gonna agree to hang up at the same time and just like normal people do on Zoom call. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it's me. The Zoom window is just closed because everybody left. So here we are again. Or let me try to take over sort of, let me just embody sort of Jeff's uh, general vibe at the end of these when he's abandoned. <sighs> Fuck. All right. Um, 
this has been one of the worst hours of my entire life. Um, thanks for listening, I guess. <sighs> can't believe they did this to me again. I just, I, all right, uh, rate and review. Um, let's keep this catastrophe running, please. Um, I need a, I'm going to get, here we go. Alright. Cheers, everybody. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>